here on CCJM Consulting. And this month we have a very special guest. Um, we have Leroy. Um, I'm going to introduce uh, Leroy, uh, full name Leroy Winston Scott of Sasha Agency. And he's also a world explorer and an eternal curious person. So let me introduce you and bring you up, uh, Leroy. Hello, Leroy. Oh, let Hi. me see. Oh, <laughs> here we go. Hello, okay. Leroy. Hey, good evening, afternoon. Yes, so tell us where where uh, where you're streaming from, Leroy. I'm streaming from out here in Chiang Mai, northern Thailand at the moment. It's about 11 p.m. here. 11 p.m. So if you're listening or watching us uh, live uh, here, we are in London and it's 4 p.m. So uh, technology is fantastic, isn't it? <laughs> it's like you're just around the corner from me. Yes. And it wasn't so long ago we were having a, a coffee and a chat in central London. Well, about two years ago. <laughs> yeah, it was about two years ago, just before just before I bought the one-way ticket out here to Asia to, to try and make things work. Uh, absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us today, uh, Leroy. Um, I love what you're doing. I love all the... Uh, uh, the buzz around your work about uh, obviously you, you as a person, your personality. You're currently uh, SEO strategist at Sasha uh, Agency, and they have a fantastic they have fantastic values. And I'm just bringing up on the screen one of uh, one of their quotes: uh, "Find people who are on the same mission you are on and build something awesome together." I really like that. Uh, I, it, I'm pretty sure it re resonates with you, Leroy. Absolutely. It's um, it's not just a motto. That's every call that we have, every project we work on, every assignment we take on. Um, it's it's a complete team effort. And from my, what I understood, 15% uh, of the profit goes to um, saving the Amazon forests. Is that right? Absolutely. Um, two, two of the, the two founders, they we spent a month with a tribe in the Amazon jungle and they were so impacted by seeing the ways that their land were being taken away from them deceitfully that they, they had to do something. And that was the genesis of Satcha and where it came from. Wow, amazing. I'm, I'm simply loving that. Uh, brilliant. Thank you so much for joining us today. And what I want to do um, while you're with us is share your your story, share your journey and inspire our listeners and viewers. So most of them are entrepreneurs uh, or small business owners. And I'd like you to, um, I'd like to start by asking you the question, uh, why uh, you became an entrepreneur, uh, Leroy? I think um, other entrepreneurs and business owners can totally relate. It was the only thing that made sense to me it was like I wanted to live a certain lifestyle, um, mostly on my own terms. And I was finding myself always being increasingly frustrated in different jobs for different reasons. So when I graduated from university in 2015, I remember saying to myself and friends at the time that my goal was to never write a CV again. And um, it wasn't going to happen immediately, but that was that was exactly what I was going to do. Fabulous. I mean, um, I I completely get it, and I'm sure our our listeners and our viewers uh, get it as well. And how did you start uh, your journey, your adventure? 
Um, the first thing I think was after I graduated, I spent the first nine months, I just packed up my bag and traveled across Europe. It was the doorstep, it was right across the waters. And I was an outdoor education specialist focused primarily in Austria and Switzerland. And that just opened me up to a whole new way of living, people, cultures, communities. And then I also went on some crazy road trips through Eastern Europe and the adventure inside me just went, oh, I like this, this is fun. So my love for travel grew. Um, I was seeing the world through my own eyes. I was meeting new communities. I was discovering life firsthand. I was like, this is what I want more of. I'm, I'm going to figure out how to create this. Uh, and you did, uh, you did at some point return to the UK. What, what happened? So I did in November 2015. So it was, yeah, it was nine months after I graduated. Um, came back from my graduation ceremony. And then I decided that London is where I was going to try because it was the biggest challenge in terms of getting a job, setting up, being able to make it. So I did what many people probably have done, crashed on friends' sofas, crashed in their rooms. They were very kind to give me their space, looked for a job, got my own space, then found three jobs within a year because I was still finding myself restless and feeling a bit trapped. So even in my third role, which was I had decent enough income, I had the security, um, just graduated. And I still had a quite a relative freedom within the role, but I was still increasingly frustrated with my situation. So um, talking about frustration, what was uh, the cause of your frustration? Uh... I think a lot of it came when I, I, I took the time to realize that I was, I, was, I was living in conditions set by somebody else for somebody else. So, that was me giving my time to something I wasn't passionate about. Um, and realizing what I am passionate about is contributing to the world, making a difference, um, traveling, new experiences. I love risk, I love growth, I love, I love life, I love living. So it was during that period when I just, I decided that I needed to take control and make it happen on my own terms. And now was the time to do it. So we, uh, uh, our path crossed uh, just before you left, isn't it? Uh, so your last position at uh, UAL, University yes. of Arts of London, isn't it? Yes, yes, and it was a good role. It was a good role. It, it was challenging role as well, um, yeah. in many different ways, uh, if I remember correctly from what you were saying. And you left after that, isn't it? I did. After that, I, I got the one-way ticket. Um, so that was September 2017. And uh, yeah, then I bought the one-way ticket to Nepal um, to volunteer, to set up my own ideas, um, to build up my, my freelance work that I was doing. Um, and the adventure called me. The adventure called me a lot at that point. And uh, we have, I say we, uh, the online community has been following you, uh, Leroy, because you were <laughs> you were keeping everyone posted with your adventures. You know, which which is it seemed pretty unreal for us in London. Uh, it was like, what is Leroy up to now? Uh, what's happening? And you, you you did get in some trouble as well, if <laughs> I remember. We're probably not going to go in details, but that's why I refer to it as adventure but it's it's living as well isn't it you can you i don't know if you have already but you can definitely write a book out of all of oh, those adventures absolutely um definitely some hiccups along the way no doubt about that um not the smoothest road but it's there was something about and i think it translates into business as well there was something about this 
desire for me to just go out and seek life and to to I've been reading a lot of books about people that had gone on to live a style or a way that I really looked up to or that I really admired and there were so many similar patterns throughout these books and one of them was the struggle and one of them was the the adventure was there like they they there wasn't the known there wasn't the complete security it was an idea and a belief and a sort of faith to then keep taking actions to go through with it and letting go of fear because when when making business decisions same as when making decisions on your own sort of safety in in a moment you you don't want it to be coming from fear you want it to be coming from rational logic thought um rather than panic sort of emotional reaction so it was just constantly shedding the fears in my life as well yes absolutely i i, I agree with you Leroy. fear stops uh, us from doing a lot of things uh, or or simply overthinking things isn't it absolutely and thinking that we already know the outcome without actually knowing the outcome and the outcome is is 99% of the time it's something negative and this is could be minor from asking a favor from somebody to applying for a job you don't think you're fully qualified for to every facet of life is is we do not know the outcome until we try until we find out and then if it's not the the best of outcomes or the outcome you desired you'll know and you'll learn from it and it's it's a much smaller thing to get over something going slightly wrong than to constantly desire to do something that builds yeah. at a horrible rate uh, it builds regrets later in life isn't it yeah how did you shift uh, this situation Leroy so this uh, you were talking about this frustration so how did you shift was it by leaving everything and going on to uh, your adventure how did you shift that situation it was a little bit of leaving everything but leaving everything with Uh, mechanisms in place so the uh, first thing i started to do was read about remote money uh, remotely earning money um, earning money online and location independence because these were the words i was hearing that resonated with me so i did a bunch of reading on just how to make money online wrote down all the different ways started to look at if there's things that appeal to me didn't appeal to me and just just got stuck in with that and then also I did my thesis on the socio-economic climate of Nepal so I had some contacts so I knew that I could get into some volunteer work at the same time so it was a bit tactical so I knew that I could volunteer my time for some housing and some food and then also use the time that I had because I had to because I wasn't in the safety net of of my surroundings anymore to start developing my skills and income and developing further my my ability to earn money online not from a contracted job i think that was a big deal for me and just sort of mentally yeah. that was a big thing to get over uh, sounds sounds really uh, truly amazing not not a lot of people are strong enough to make that jump and make those uh, decisions um so what was the main uh the uh, do you, would you say that your frustration was feeding um that strength the the frustration and knowing deep down what i wanted to do i couldn't lie to myself anymore i couldn't pretend that this was all right or this was working for me um and i couldn't for me this is very personally speaking i couldn't um hide my happiness behind like going out or going partying and things like that that wasn't giving me the fulfillment i wanted um so i was like 
now I, I, for me it was just it was a combination of um I knew that I'm not going to be in a better position now if I wait five years um, because life doesn't go oh it's going to get easier if that things come up so I was like now is my time and if it doesn't work I had certain safety nets I knew I could get jobs um, I have a I have I do have a degree behind me so I knew that as far as risk goes it was it was worth it it was a calculated risk Fabulous. And when did um, so? When when did uh, uh, you get uh, Sasha agency? When did it come into the picture? So um, the, the two friends, two two dear dear friends of mine, they were also looking to create financial independence and also how they could contribute. They were on very similar trajectory as as I was in terms of what they wanted to achieve and how they wanted to achieve it. And um, One of them as well was doing spectacularly well in the private sector financially, but he was still feeling the same frustrations I was, and I was at an entry-level position. So I'm thinking, oh, I, I could have these same frustrations even if I do keep hitting these levels. Um, so Thatcher was born because it was the skills that, that we have, it's stuff that we've been able to work on and like marketing and, and such forth and SEO. Um, the trip to the jungle for, for my two buddies, my two brothers, that, that impacted their core to the point that they knew they had to do something. And using our skills as a private company to be able to bring a difference around directly to a community in an affected area without having to jump through any sort of hoops or any mandates is, is absolutely incredible. And it's also the way we're able to run the business being, being this way. So it's, It just came in, like everything came together at the right time, and um, the right the right people were in the right positions in life, and were in the right stages to to be able to make something happen. And I think one of the um, uh, tips you have you you mentioned earlier when we were talking uh, for bis small business owners, uh, you mentioned team and. Uh, so, what would be your uh, a very important tip for small business owners when it comes to team? I think with that, I'd say select your team wisely um, because you're going to go through tough situations. There's going to be close deadlines, unexpected workloads, client decisions. Um, the people you have around you will help that dream come true. Um, they'll have your back. It's like they're, they're your soldiers. They'll go to the trenches with you. Um, and also hire people smarter than you, more experienced, more knowledgeable. Um, Because creating that A-team uh, that shares your vision and your desires and has the ability to get the outcomes that you want, that, that will carry you through all the hurdles and let go of as much work as possible. You're a business owner, you're, you're, you're going to be busy, your hands are full, um, and trust and empower your team to grow into leaders. Uh, loving it. And what about uh, entrepreneurs? What piece of advice would you, uh, or tip, would you like to share with entrepreneurs out there? Uh, don't wait until it's 100% right to start like that one. I heard that one myself, but I didn't quite understand it. But um, like I've held off on starting ideas because they weren't 100% right or I didn't know 100% what was involved. And like the, the, the honest truth is nobody does. Like I still don't. We just the key to success is not knowing everything right away, but the willingness to learn and just to get there um, because you'll fall. But with a growth mindset, you'll get up. Um, And people, a robust network of people, um, have a strong strategy and work with the strengths of the people around because that's helped our sort of current success. And whether it's a pitch for a new client, pitching new strategies, um, developing our own next steps, 
sometimes we're only 80% prepared, but we're 100% committed and that's what gets us through. Um, and be prepared to work hard. Like, <laughs> I thought I knew that, but like, yeah, you have to love what you do or love the reason you do it or love the people you I do it with. This earlier, when we, <laughs> yeah. So uh, just remind our viewers and listeners what time it is uh, on your end. It's 11 o'clock now and it's not unusual for me to still be active at this time. Um, I have daily calls from 7 p.m. until 9.30, sometimes 10 p.m. Um, and that's just a thing. Yeah, I'm working probably 10, 9, 10, 11 hour days, six days a week. Um, it's it's hard work, but it's it's worth it. It's like this idea of your, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life is rubbish. It's just work won't be tiresome or draining. Work will be exhilarating and motivating. You'll still work hard though. Yes, I, I agree with that. <laughs> Uh, and uh, tell tell our viewers and listeners, did you did you have a routine in place that really helped you? Um... Oh, I do. I did. I have. They change. I think the biggest thing for me is my routine has. Uh, at first, before I had a routine, I was like, I've got to get into this routine. I've got to do it because that's what successful people do. And then I kept stumbling because I wasn't doing it. Wasn't doing it. And I just started to listen to what do I want to do? So I tried everything. At the moment, my morning routine consists of water, the first thing, like we we, we are dehydrated when we wake up. So it's always water first thing. Um, I do some yoga, I do some exercise. I do some dancing. Sometimes I'll share my Facebook story. Sometimes I, I won't. It's it's hot over here in Thailand. <laughs> just just joking. <laughs> you know we're in London over here. <laughs> but it's um, I think the dancing biggest thing. Yes, dancing is dancing is vital, and just looking after your mental health. Um, like, like it's, it's all right not to know everything. It's all right not to do it perfect every time. It's all right if you mess up every now and then. It's just, it's just be kind to yourself, but motivate yourself, take action. And just, if something don't work out the first time, it will do the second time or the third or the fourth. Sometimes it can take more. I'm sure our, our viewers and listeners are, are really intrigued and, and like to know a little bit more about you. Um, so tell, tell us a little bit more about your upbringing, Leroy. Nice. It's definitely been complicated. Um, to start with, my father was in the army, so we'd move towns every like two, three, maybe sometimes four years. And I think I counted by the time I was 16, I'd been to 11 schools, maybe 9, 10 or 11, something like that. And um, I then moved over to the UK when I was 16. And that's when my father retired from the, from the army. And we moved to a small town in the UK called Mansfield. Um, I didn't really find my focus at all to begin with when I was young. I dropped out of college with, I think, I can't, I don't think I had even an AS grade. I, I completely flunked out of college, um, worked at McDonald's and I was there full time for five years. So I lost lots of focus in that time. I moved out of my parents um, and all of my time was pretty much devoted to partying or, or working. It was, it wasn't the best of cycles. And there just came a moment, I think, when I could see my future ahead of me. I could see like store managers and they'd been working for McDonald's for 25, 30 years, even some of them 12, 12, 15 years. And I was like, 
ah, that's that's cool, but that's, that's I don't I don't think that's the best life can get. Um, so it's like, okay, um, let's see if I, there's something else out there. And as I came sort of restless at McDonald's, the McDonald's knew I got restless with them, so they fired me on a management technicality. And then I I remember I sat there, I was like fired from McDonald's with no education, and I was like, all right, okay, okay. Something's got to change here. Like this, this isn't the best situations to be in. <laughs> there is hope. There is hope. Uh, you are in a good place right now. All right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but that was that was probably one of the most beautiful moments in my life because I remember I was sat next door to us was a KFC and I was sat in my car and um, I was a bit shell shocked because I, I, I didn't quite know. Like McDonald's had been been most of, from the age of sixteen to. What, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, because two years I was there part time. So I was like 22, 23. And um, I was just like, oh, okay, this this sucks. And that moment probably lit the fire in me, which has never been able to go out because that was a low that I never really wanted to feel again. And I had to move back in with my parents and um, they were going through a divorce. So it was all a bit awkward because you know nobody really wants their oldest kid to come back like the aim is for you to go out like that's the desire so um that, that was some fun there and um yeah it was just i had to do something so i went back to college and made my way through university and then just was like i'm going to create a platform to to live life my way and so that period probably gave me a lot of the um guts if you will to be able to make decisions because at that point i was like Nothing's going to get me lower than that, so there's there's really not much to fear. So tell us, share with us, uh, Leroy, what's your business, uh, your favorite quote uh, when it comes to business? My favorite quote is definitely, I think I got it on my Facebook somewhere as well, is we cannot know our limits until we've gone beyond them. Um, it's a business quote and it's a life quote. Uh, we, spend, we spend so much time just telling ourselves that we, we can't do things or that's not our possibility or that's not for me and I, I discovered that from like I learned to ski in an interesting situation where I told a, an organization that I did know how to ski so I can teach some kids but I didn't actually so a friend of mine taught me real quick and then just from like that to whether it's that or developing a new strategy for a client or anything you you have to go slightly beyond your limit because if I'd stayed within my limits, I'd have probably gone for a job at Burger King or something like that. Um, but by, by going beyond my limits, um, yes. I don't even know, like I, I'm, I'm contributing to the Amazon through work, I'm free. I've, I think I've been to like 34, 35 countries in the last few years. Um, like life's, life's incredible right now. Um, totally appreciative of it but uh, it's, it's definitely by seeing what's what was there beyond the limits of course absolutely and what um uh, what do you like uh what do you, uh, what do you like the most about running a small business i think it's given me the the thing that i've been searching for forever which is freedom and not just my freedom it's 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 i have the freedom to make choices I have the freedom to make mistakes. I, I do as well, that's a huge one. I, I have the freedom to make mistakes. Um, mm. I have the freedom to grow professionally. Um, and I'm in a situation with, with my friends, with, with my brothers, which is unreal. Um, it provides 
freedom Satcha provides freedom for for the tribe that we have the 500 plus tribe members that we're, we're working closely with um, we support family members it's incredible uh, we, we support family members um, we, we allow other people to work remotely we can hire other people they can work remotely um, I think that's that's my biggest thing that I love about about Satcha and this is definitely just the freedom what is this how freedom. you pronounce it Satcha Sa not Satcha yeah. <laughs> Where does the name come from, Leroy? It comes from the Quechua tribe, which is a tribe that we work with in the Amazon. Their name for, for rainforest is Satcha. Um, so oh, that's I where see. I'm... My apologies. Satcha. And tell us, Leroy, um, what keeps you motivated? Um, Two things. I always remember the dream lifestyle I want to lead. Um, I'm still not there yet. There's still much, much more that I want to accomplish. Many bigger adventures I want to have. Um, that, that that bug doesn't go smaller. It just grows and gets bigger. And um, I also like to remember being sat there in that car, um, remembering how I felt at that at that moment. It's it's a beautiful reminder of just. Now, you know, every every spreadsheet I do, every content piece I review, every strategy I, I bring forward, every idea, um, no matter what work I'm doing, it has a positive effect on people, not just a general certain type or group of people, but the, the ripple effect from the work that I get to do um, contributes to people's lives and it doesn't take and that motivates me massively. Amazing, and we were uh, talking earlier before we came live. I hear uh, that you have some other projects in the pipeline, uh, but I'm sure you'll let everyone know. Uh, so keeping things fresh and growing and, and extending um, your, your expertise, your skills and, and your reach uh, with new projects, isn't it? Absolutely. Um... It never stops. It, I, I think any entrepreneur knows this. Any 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 business owner is an entrepreneur. It doesn't stop. You don't you don't all of a sudden want to want to just rest and be like, okay, well, I've, I've done it now. I've made it. It's okay. What's next? What more can I do? What more can I achieve? Um, what what other goals can I accomplish? What other goals can I set? It's it never ends, and it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Wow, simply amazing. I'm I'm sure you've. Uh... You've inspired and motivated a lot of our listeners and, and viewers uh, today, Leroy. Uh, so really, uh, thank you so much, uh, Leroy, for uh, the time you spent with us on uh, our podcast. Uh, if you want to get in touch with Leroy, um, you can find him on Facebook, uh, Leroy Winston Scott, or you can send him an email. Um, I think that's the best way to contact you. Is that right, Leroy? It is. That's that's definitely the best way. And thank you for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you again. It's it's been a while. Really appreciated it. It has. And uh, listen, let's stay in touch uh, online as we do. <laughs> stay safe, Leroy. Don't get into some crazy adventures at the moment. Uh, let's let's stay put. Uh, and um, yes, we'll we'll probably have you back again. Maybe to talk about your uh, exciting next project. Who knows? That'd be great. I'd love that. I'd love that. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you very much. And your evening, Leroy. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.
Bye bye, Leroy. <laughs>